3: Goodbye, university.
1: Yay! <laughs> I just took a quick look at chat right before I hit the record button and saw someone's comment about having trouble hearing. It could have been because I hadn't started our recording yet, so I hope all is well in there now. Um, if you guys, if I break up, if some people have reported uh, my my sound comes and goes. If that happens, you guys. Tell me so. I'll unplug my headset. I still don't think that's it, but I don't want everyone to have to listen to a call with shoddy sound. So let me know if you experience any technical difficulties on my end. So you guys know what we're up to with this series. This is our September Ninja Manifesting Skills call. And what we're doing here is a monthly ninja practice where we commit to walking the talk. Of the manifesting talk by playing with the new LOA skill every day for a whole month. And we've done all sorts of practices so far this year. We've done I am statements. We've eliminated tolerations and replaced complaints. We've done some pre paving. We played with easy and last month we were doing some happy. We've played with all sorts of fun things. The point here isn't that we master or that we even love Each and every one of these practices, but it's just to get in the habit of engaging our creative power somehow, some way, every day, so that it becomes how we roll, becomes our normal. It's just what we do day in and day out. And plus, it also helps us learn. I mean, I think sometimes we can just rely on the same routine or the same skill over and over again. And I like the idea of building our repertoire by Getting some time in with some exercises or habits that maybe we haven't played with a lot before so you can learn better what you like, what you don't like, what works really well for you and what doesn't. Because Lord knows I've been surprised in the past when there was something that I didn't expect to enjoy too much and it rocked my world. And sometimes it works the other way too. So this is really just a playful experiment more than anything. It's not important. It's not a big deal. We're just doing it for fun and for habit, (laughs) more than anything, to walk the talk, because we spend a lot of time at Good Vibe University studying manifesting skills, and I just really want us to practice them. (laughs) I I want us to be... Because when we engage this stuff, it works. And in one sense, you could say that my goal here is to put myself out of work as an LOA coach, because so many of my sessions that I do with people. When I ask, so what have you been doing? They'll say, I ask, what do you want? They'll say, I say, what have you been doing? And it's crickets. It's crickets, even though they've got as big a library as I do about how this stuff works. It's just so easy for us to be doing the muggle routine, where we expect something to happen without actually engaging our focusing powers. So That's what we're up to with this series, and I'm already smiling at what I've got in store for September, although we each get to choose for ourselves. We don't all have to do the same thing, but before we talk about September's practice, um, I guess what I'd like to do is check in with you guys and hear uh, how did you enjoy last month's Extra Happy? That's what we were doing in, in August. We were adding some extra happy, not just making sure we were happy every day because for most of us, there's already happy in every day. So really the intention was to upgrade it or to up-level it, to increase it in some form or fashion. I had a lot of fun with that practice. I was really surprised that this is – I put in a forum post the other day. This has probably been my second favorite practice of everything we've done so far this year. So I'd love to hear from anyone on the line or I'll flip over to chat room and see if anyone's got
4: comments on what they experienced in September with happy. Hey Jeanette. It's Ming. Ming. Nice to hear your voice. Ah, I loved happy. Well, I like being happy anyway. Right. So um, I think for me it was whenever I had to go into any kind of government office, anything to do with, uh, that I had to go out and deal with people is when I would add that extra intention of, you know, this is going to be, make me very happy. And I, I, I wrote about it in the forum, but um, I went to the post office to mail a bunch of stuff to, for our group. And I had like hundreds of packages. And so <laughs> I was the first one. I got in line doors opened at eight thirty. I was there at eight fifteen, 15. Um, and I listened to the postmaster give their, post people like okay drink enough water do this and then she was giving them a big boost for the day and i thought okay they're going to be ready they're going to be happy so i walked in and the guy's looking at me like oh and he did not look happy and i just kept saying (laughs) this is when i was like telling myself pollyanna is a badass because i was like maybe you're not going to get upset he's not going to he is just going to come around he is going to help you you're going to mail all these packages because you've already you know Magically, you know, delighted all these packages, and I added the fairies. And so, the longer I stood there, the happier I got. And I was like, Look, I'm, I came early. I said, I'm your first. I said, It's not hot. You guys don't have air conditioning, it's not 90 degrees. I mean, I just kept going on and on. And he finally was <laughs> like, Okay, he gave me all the stamps because I'm just going to move you over here. All right. And you're going to do this yourself. I said, That I, I'm cool with that. It's okay. And so it was just kind of like this experience of I am going to be happy, <laughs> and I was happy actually. And and um, it just it was a smooth a smooth thing that I something that I didn't really wasn't looking forward to doing, but it actually turned out to be actually a very happy experience. Well,
1: what what I'm what I'm hearing in that Ming was that you you were engaging happy in two ways: one that you were you would set an intention for it, and two, it sounded like you committed or decided. Unhappy, even when it wasn't like looking pretty obvious, or others around you weren't flowing it in abundance.
4: Yeah, right. So I, I mean, think that I think too. I was making them happy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spreading happy. Hello. That. Yeah. That's a, that's it's a little bit different approach than I had this month with it, but it feels really effective and very brilliant. And I'm just laughing. I can't wait to hear what October's government office experience is.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it seems your
1: favorite place to practice your creative you know, right it's very funny thanks Ming who else has a check-in on their happy practice
5: hi this is Sean
3: Sean how are you
5: hello hi yeah well I, I, put a, I put a post on quite early on after the last call and um what kind of trying to differentiate really when there probably isn't any difference between you know, what's What's the difference between feeling good and feeling happy and so on? And I didn't really know if there was any difference, and I wasn't worried about it. I was just finding some difficulty, really, in doing extra happy things. Um, there are lots of things that I could do to be happy, but not here where I live. I know that sounds like – well, I don't know what it sounds like, but anyway. Um, and I sometimes think, oh, I know what would make me happy, and it's doing something in London. But that's not, I'm not in London, so – so um, you know, I, I, and it was difficult. It was tricky finding something extra to do because I'm going to do stuff anyway. And well, I didn't quite know how to define extra really, because mm-hmm. I thought, well, I would have done this anyway. But maybe I know what you mean. Tricky, yeah.
1: I know what you mean. <laughs> like there were there were times when it doesn't count because I was it was I was going to do it anyway. This is normal for me. Yes, it's happy, but it was yeah, already isn't yeah. anything extra.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe or maybe now thinking about it, talking about it a lot, maybe what I wasn't doing was acknowledging enough, just thinking or that I was doing something, just thinking, well, I would do this anyway. Like, for example, you know, I went somewhere and I bought a dress, which is for the summer. Well, the summer doesn't even happen. It's not going to happen now until next year, probably. But, hey, you know, I really liked it, you know. Does was that, was that, that make me happy? Yeah, when I bought it, it made me even happier if I found somewhere to wear it. But, you know, so that, that could be regarded as an extra thing. But I do things like that anyway. So I thought it was a great task but I'm not really sure to what extent I actually managed to do it. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, you know, I'm a fan of... Thank you for sharing that, by the way. I bet there are others who experience that as well because I could surely relate with what you're explaining here. And I was thinking how much I like the idea of setting the bar fairly low for ourselves so that we give ourselves easy reasons to celebrate. I mean, that Mm -hmm. could be even part of our feeling good, happy practice. And I agree with you. I don't think there's a huge distinction between feeling good or feeling happy i'm happy to use those i'm happy to use those terms interchangeably (laughs) but yeah i noticed the same thing where i i wasn't willing to check it off for the day unless i'd gone above and beyond ordinary happy and some days that was big and some days it was kind of small like last night's was kind of small it was like um Oh, my gosh, though, it was so good. It was small, but it was so fabulous. So I was going to have some ice cream, and it's my favorite. Ice. It was my celebration ice cream. <laughs> and You know how – Do remember, I cannot remember who at GBU brought it up, but someone inspired me with the idea of – I think it was Mindy – of having a bottle of champagne in the refrigerator. I'm going to try not to get too sidetracked in this story – uh, just, it's just anticipating a reason to celebrate. And every time you see it, you know you're getting ready to celebrate. I just like that, like <laughs> the signal it sends. The universe that says I'm expecting a reason to celebrate any day now. I've got the champagne chilled. Except I don't drink champagne. I figured my equivalent is ice cream, and I got a really good. But I eat, a, I eat ice cream already. But I got really good ice cream. Really, really good. So I have normal ice cream, and then I have my celebration ice cream. I posted in the forum what brand it is. I love it. Okay. So last night I got it out because I'm like, yeah, I'm celebrating today. And I like to eat my ice cream kind of – I like it a little bit soft, so I leave it out on the counter for a couple minutes before I start eating it. But seriously, it's so good. I usually end up eating it while it's still really frozen. Oh, last night my extra happy was to let it get really soft. Oh, my word. It was even better than it was every other time I've ever had it. It was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I I wanted to call somebody. That's how good that ice cream was. <laughs> so hey, there, that, that was my example. That was my yesterday's extra happy was just letting the ice cream get properly soft instead of digging in because it's so good while it's still fully frozen. Wow. <laughs> Russ puts his in the microwave, but that just feels wrong to me. So I like to let it melt at room temperature by its own self, you guys. I should have shared it with you last night. It was so good. So that was like that. My little example of how, yeah. I mean, I was going to have ice cream anyway. This is not extra happy. This was, but it was extra. The extra part was (laughs) doing it right. (laughs) So that's an example of a very low bar, but huge payoff. Huge, huge payoff. You could tell as I'm talking about it, right? Like, guess what, too, you guys. I only ate half of it because. Eating all of it maybe spoils the happy. Like, I've sometimes gone overboard with the ice cream. So I'm trying to find the perfect amount. And I'm not sure if it's half or three quarters. But the whole thing, probably by the end of it, I was like, "Mm, I've done it before. So I get to do it again soon.
3: (laughs) Can you hear me already getting excited
1: to let it get that melty? All right. It sounds silly. But, man, did it work for me. Who's got Who's got another story? Or Sean, do you have anything you want to elaborate on? Does that Does it no, give you any no, clarity? No,
5: except, except to comment, really. On what you said. I mean, you must have the most enormous patience to do. It. Oh, I know why. You're an Earth sign, aren't you? That's why you can do that. I mean, I've <laughs> a, a lot of
1: Earth, but yeah, like I haven't I said, got much
5: Earth. This so is the I, first I, I,
1: time I, I really waited. The, every other time, I'm like, ooh, so good. I'm eating it frozen, but it's so much better when you let it get proper melty.
5: Mm. Ah, wow! That this is. I Danielle just didn't have the patience in. to do that whole oh. thing. I don't think. But anyway, anyway, that's just a comment.
0: <sighs>
1: oh. Hi, Danielle? Danielle, nice to hear you. Thanks for being here Hi. today. Yeah.
0: I. Um, you're welcome. I just I had the exact same ex- experience Sean did. I couldn't. I'm already a fairly happy person, and I was really struggling to find the extra. Happy, but your story on the ice cream just gave me a big clue to instead of looking for a brand new different experience to make me happy, I'm going to augment the experiences right. I already have. So instead right. of drinking some lovely drink in my typical coffee mug. I'm going to drink it in a fancy yeah. china mug and just, just kind like of augment that. each experience. I like ramping everything up a little bit, so that that triggered a good suggestion for me. So thank you. You, you know, and I
1: love when we let it be easy for ourselves rather than turn it into a chore. Like, how, how am I going to get more happy in this day? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: mm. um,
1: but yeah, I think that I think even just our like waking up to an alarm, you can make that be happier if you either change the kind of alarm. Or you change the time that you said it, or I mean, the, the, the taking a shower. Lord knows, I if I if a little bit of music completely changes my experience of. But if I put together a really uh, like going taking the trouble to put together a playlist, to update it because my my playlists I haven't updated them in forever, and I will, I anticipated that would be one of my happy things this month. I haven't done it, but just even little things like that. Sean, I was thinking about how you were saying, well, yeah, I could definitely get some more happy in if I were in London. (laughs) I I also, I don't want to dismiss like the bigger happy. you guys, like with the things that come to mind that maybe feel like a bigger deal. I'm all about those too. (laughs) Um, But whatever we can do with wherever we're at, I just love Mm. the idea of what it, of how it's conditioning our vibration, to mm, yeah. I mean, just like this, this is what it's all about. If all you know, Abraham's message is everything we've ever been talking about. You could be summed up with two words: get happy. <laughs>
5: so, <laughs> if the
1: only manifesting practice we engaged was to upgrade our happy, oh my word, that's all it takes. We'd never need to say a single affirmation or put in a single prayer rain journal entry. We'd be home free. So, um, But I did it the same way you did, Sean. I, like Ming was talking about how she would intend it or it sounded to me like she was deciding or committing to it and spreading it. I was more doing kind of what I heard you describing, that I was looking for – things to make me happy I wouldn't I didn't just intend it like okay universe throw some extra happy my way but mm-hmm. that ties in really nicely with what I want us to do for September and again well before we go there does anyone else want to check in with their happy practice I'd love to hear from any others who've got something to share um hello I've got two people go it at the same time we'll go we'll go with our hello person first and then our
2: other Question. Okay, that the hello person was Melissa.
4: Melissa, how are you? Hi. Hi, Ming. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Melissa. <laughs>
2: um, I didn't do the ninja work, but I kind of had like a happy epiphany this morning
4: Ooh, that true. I wanted
2: to share. Um, I was talking to Umar, and I told him that I noticed I actually became more unhappy when I felt like the LOA was something I had to do. I became unhappy. But before I learned about the law of attraction, I actually think I was happier. But when I thought that the law of attraction needed me to do something, I've been so in my head, I forgot I was already a happy person. (laughs) So when I let it go this morning, I've had the most crazy day. I got free Starbucks, for one. What? (laughs) And, yeah, like everything's just kind of fallen into place because I was able to remember that, like, I'm already happy. But I've been in my head so much that, like, oh, I have to do this because law of attraction says this, or I have to do that, or I have to find a way to feel worthy or feel happy. And I actually naturally am happier when I'm not thinking about having to be or match the law. (laughs) There's something
1: really important about what you just shared there. I think a lot of people experience that, that. You know, once we once we have conscious understanding of how this all works, it sometimes backfires on us because we make it important or, yeah. we're still, or we're trying to, you know, wrestle it to the ground when really it just works better. The more we relax
2: and the easier we're willing to
1: let it be. Right. Because yeah. it
2: worked before we knew we were aware of it. It was working before. It's just where when we become aware, we actually act like it's something new. <laughs> Well, thank you for chiming in with that,
1: Melissa. That's, yeah. It's always ple- a pleasure to hear from you. Thanks. Who else was chiming in at the same time?
6: Me, Susan.
1: Susan, how are you?
6: Good. Hi, Melissa. Um, Hi. <laughs> the, so I've had two things. Um, last weekend was a family wedding, and I had gone – in a happy moment, way out of my comfort zone when I bought my dress. Okay. Um, and it was um, very different than what I usually wear and a little sparklier than I ooh, usually wear. Tell us did... the color. I'm trying to get a visual, Susan. Okay. On it So um, the visual is y- you have to think, Elizabeth Taylor, late 1950s, early 1960s. Uh, you know, a a cinched waist, a little bit of a full skirt. The top is lace with just a navy blue camisole under it. There's like um, the rhinestone buttons on the cuffs. And on the front of the shirt, wait, it's a shirtwaist dress, and a rhinestone buckle. You were rocking it. I <laughs> no. So anyway, so the closer it got, I started having a little anxiety about it. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was getting dressed uh, on Sunday to go to the wedding, I just, like, did one of my, I, I often do this when I'm getting myself wrapped up in it, I say out loud, stop. Just stop right now. You like this dress. It looks from your point of view good on you. You're gonna wear it. You're it's gonna feel it it didn't feel, you know, like stiff or anything else. Felt very comfortable. Um and so I sort of went with the whole thing and just said that you dress made you feel these very happy feelings when you put it on the first time. It didn't make me feel I felt very happy when I put it on the first time. I feel equally as happy if not more, to do it and I went to the wedding, and everybody who I saw or talked to all said, "You look gorgeous in that dress." <laughs> ah. <laughs> Including my siblings, not ones who hand out
5: compliments <laughs> oh,
6: wow. on a regular basis. <laughs> so, and you know, it, it was so that was sort of, you know, committing mm-hmm. to happiness in in it's a like you it,
1: got you got out of your way when you were starting right. to spoil your happy. You suspended mm. it and just let it be. Like you could, right. like you.
0: Right, I like and
6: then stop it routine, <laughs> yeah, and then the the you know the universe all night long kept tapping me on the shoulder, basically saying, this dress, you are happy in this dress, and you know, and I was happy at the event, and it was a fun one, all of that, uh, so that contributed all that to do, and and even when I took it off and hung it up and put it this morning when I went in to get dressed in my I love my closet, closet, because um, <laughs> I had it gutted and redone. and oh. I love my closet. I um, so I saw it hanging in the on the rack and thought, I'm just happy looking at that dress. So, <laughs> to do. All right. Oh,
1: I love it. You're getting so much mileage out of this sparkly dress. Love my that. right.
6: That's right. So then this morning, I'm. Going to the office, I am half a block from the garage I park in, and my car gets indigestion. Oh. Right. I'm going up what is called Cardiac Hill for <laughs> a lot of reasons. It's very much a San Francisco type hill, even though it's not San Francisco. And it so I get there, I pull into the garage, I call the car place, they say, because then the lights come on that say, you you know, you, your transmission needs service. Always a lovely thing to see. Mm. So they say, bring it in. So now I have to turn around and drive back where I've just come from to do that. I get in there. They're running the, these checks, and I'm talking to the car guys. And I, I suspect that it's the transmission starting to go, and they – say, well, you know, it could be it's a 12-year-old car, da-da-da, all this stuff. And then I just said,
5: you know, I think I'm going to go talk to
6: the salesman. And they said, oh, just sit down here. We'll call one of them up. So I bought a car today.
1: <laughs> oh, my word. That's a big happy. Yeah. So You know, this um, also reminds me of one of our previous month's exercises of eliminating
6: tolerations, right? Right. Right. So yeah. So instead of going uh, uh, car repair, da da da, all this stuff, I just said, "All right, tell me what you got. Tell me prices. And here's what I want. Let's go." Wow. Very so. Well, we need pictures of both.
5: (laughs)
1: We want pictures of the dress and the car. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
6: If I could figure out how to post pictures in the forum, I know there's a lesson somewhere, but it never works
2: for me. If you
6: email it to me, I'll post them for you, or I'm sure Annette would do the
1: same. But what you're sharing, Susan, it's reminding me of two things. I, and I love your examples because one was just just a choice. It was just choosing, like by making a different choice about what you were thinking, you you upped your happy. And the other one was kind of like a big, you let yourself have it. Well, at least for a lot of people, buying a new car is, is a big, big new Ooh. happy. So I love those two examples. And as you were sharing them, it made me think of how, oh, it was just just before I got here, I was at my new place and I was unpacking a few things. And I had some, oh, plastic, like cups and silverware and plates. And I was putting them in the pantry and I was wondering where should these go? Because I don't really know where everything is going to go yet. And I have the little, you know, the red party cups. Actually, I have the little little yes. red party cups. I don't know if anyone has seen them, but they're the mini mini ones. Like you, maybe you could do a shot out of them. I bet that's <laughs> what they're for. Actually, I think they're for sh- I think they're for parties
3: for people right. who are they're shooting. They're
1: for jello shots. Yeah, but it's the little red party cup. But it's a teeny weeny little red, and it's just so adorable. I love everything in mini size. So I bought them. Even I thought maybe. Little, no, they're too small even for little plants. But they just made me happy to look at. So that's why I own them. I haven't opened them yet. But as I was unpacking them, I thought, where do these go? And I thought, they go front and center. So every time I open the pantry, I see the little party happening inside. <laughs> little, little, little thing. But when you were telling your car story, I thought where you were going with it was a, was a different place. I had the experience Day before, oh, it was sheepdog trials. It was one of my favorite things all year long, but boy, did my weekend sure didn't really want me to be there, but I hadn't given up hope on, I think it was Monday, that's when they do the championship with all the best dogs, with the red bows on the sheep. I really wanted to be there, Uh, but I was leaving the house. I'd met a contractor to look at some work and get an estimate and a time frame, and Uh, As I was leaving, I thought, oh, this is going to be close, whether I can get up there in time and still see some of the activities. And on the way, it just was taking way longer. I wasn't sure if I was lost or if this is just a way longer way to get, because I wasn't going from my normal house. I was going from my new house. And I was kind of stressing about getting there and, like, is there a faster way? Did I take the wrong way? Would everyone please drive faster? Because it's a holiday and everyone's doing their holiday. And I want to see sheepdogs more than anything. And I realized I was ruining my holiday. <laughs> I was really ruining my holiday uh, with my stressing to go see this thing that I wanted to see so much. And I just decided to let it be okay. Whether I made it or not, whether I saw sheepdogs or not, I just, because de- look, happiness is always our choice. It's never, I got to remind myself of this a lot that it is not conditional on what's happening out there. And I was letting my panties get in a twist for a very bad reason. Well, no one can judge what it's a good reason or a bad reason, but I didn't want to feel bad. I wanted to feel happy. So I just decided, you know what, screw it. Maybe you'll make it, maybe you won't. One way or another, I choose to have a good day. And you aren't going to believe, you guys will. The next, I'm going to cry. <laughs> the next um, The next turn I made on this road, I couldn't even believe the stunning beauty of the, it's like the countryside changed like on a dime. I come around the corner. I decide, oh, just maybe I will just relax and enjoy this, enjoy this ride. And then I turned the corner. I was already in pretty country. I turned the corner and it was stunning, absolutely stunning. And there were a lot of people who were just there to enjoy this part of our country. And I was like, here I was all driving through this angry because I wasn't looking at sheepdogs. So that choice, I really I really like it when we remind ourselves it's all within. None of this has to do with anything out there. And when we recognize we're thinking a thought that's separating us from our natural state of happy, it's worth rethinking it. But new cars rock, too, Susan. I really like how that story ended.
5: <laughs> but may I just say something about it? I thought, Susan, that you were going to say something like, when you got to the garage, you rushed home to put your dress on and came back, and they were so impressed. <laughs> they <laughs> prepared it for nothing.
0: <laughs> you know what? They
6: probably would have knocked another $1,000 off. <laughs> <laughs> I would looked so gorgeous.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I love it. All right, this. This
1: call in itself, look, just hearing about what makes you guys happy, it's one reason why I love our – we have so many threads like this at GVU. I love them. This is how we train our vibration into new territory, just by doing what we have for this first half hour of this call. So thanks, everyone. Anyone got something they want to share before we move on to our September practice? This was Nancy,
0: Jeanette, and – You know, one of the things I realized this past month was how important, um, you know, sometimes we get caught in the mental belief of what happy should be or what it should feel like. And what I discovered was that finding peace was often as enjoyable or more enjoyable than trying to push the happy. That's a good point. And I hope that we made that one
1: as well on our, our August call. That sometimes happy is just too big a leap for where we're at. And what's what's better is relief or peace or even neutral. Well,
0: I, I wouldn't even say that. I would say peace was above pushing. I got to make this happier than I already am. You know what I'm saying? Like like peace was not uh, relief. Peace was uh, an even higher, better feeling. Then, well, um... Abraham Abraham describes
1: that as relief. They said, you know, every when they talk about the vibrational scale, they say every step includes relief. So even when we're just going from optimism to joy, that's, re- we, that's relief. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we might associate relief with when we're struggling, but Abraham. It describes it a a little bit differently, but I think what the point you're making, Nancy, was a little bit different than what I was hearing. So maybe I I should let you elaborate more. I'm sorry I interrupted.
0: Well, no, I was just thinking it it kind of surprised me because, but but you know, hearing what um, Melissa was sharing, how and it's true. A lot of times we get caught with LOA in in it's all about the mind. It's all about the thinking. When really, it has a lot to do with the feeling as well. And, and we've talked about this before, Jeanette, how, uh, you know, when we think how we're going to feel when we get to where we want to be, mm-hmm. we think we're going to be jumping up and down. The truth is, more cases than not, we're not jumping up and down. When we get to the, the manifestation that we wanted, there's a sense of satisfaction, a feeling of peace, a feeling of this is great, this is good. You know, but not necessarily a jumping up and down and you know shrieking and <laughs> you know um, head over heels excited and happy like we think we might feel. You know, in, is that making sense? You know how total we, sense. Yeah, total sense. I've
1: actually been getting a lot of uh, like people commenting to me as I'm closing on the new house and moving in. Like oh you must be so excited and and they're excited because they're hearing about it for the first time as a done deal they're excited, but I've seen this coming for a while, and even experienced a little bit of contrast around the whole closing and the move stuff so so no excitement what excitement no it was it felt pretty normal it felt like well expected exactly what Abraham says when Abraham said to Esther stop practicing bouncing off the walls with excitement that's not how it's going to be because in order for you to be aligned with it. The way that it's going to happen is you're going to say, of course, I was expecting you. And that's exactly how my house felt. So I totally relate to what you just said, Nancy.
0: Yeah. And it can often feel like a sense of peace and then not from a a place of relief, but a sense of, yes, this is right. This is what I expected. This is, this is good, you know? So anyway.
1: Well, here, let's hear it for peace. Yeah. And, and kind of what Sean was talking about earlier too. May, everyone may feel a better resonance with a different word besides happy, but anything that's a vibrational upgrade, I think that's in service uh, if, if this is the practice that we're playing with. So, yeah. All right, let's talk about – thank you, Nancy. Let's talk about September. <laughs> um, and I, I want to add that a lot of these practices that we've covered, there's a lot of overlap with these. So it's not like each one is a unique, distinctive, completely separate practice. And having said that, this is what I'm really looking forward to uh, for September. I want us to play with delegating to higher power because I think it's pretty natural for us to think that if we want something done, we have to do it ourselves, even when we're Conscious creators, like we still think I got to do this journal or I got to do these visualizations or I got to remember my self-talk or my identity. Like it, we're so we're so on it our own selves. I cannot tell you how many times um, I'll be talking with someone who's got a pretty big bunch of contrast on their plate. And I'll ask, well, have you called in higher power on this? And this happens to me, too. I get coached, too. And when I get that question, I go, oh, I haven't even thought of that. I know some of us are better at that than others, but this is definitely one that I could improve on. I'm one of those people who has a tendency to do it my own self. But, you guys, this is a powerful way for us to use our creative skills. Um, and anyone who's called on outsourcers <laughs> in the GVU forums knows what I'm talking about <laughs> because there's something hugely Magical about just handing it over. So, what I'd like to do is discuss some ways for us to delegate or outsource or to call in higher power, what we mean by that, and different ways to do that, because I bet everyone here has a different favorite way. At least I hope many of us have a favorite way. And if you don't, by the end of this month, I hope you will, because this one belongs in all of our toolkits as manifestors. So so when I thought about okay what what are some really common ways for us to to outsource or to make a request or give an instruction I was thinking universal manager you know Abraham talks about how imagine that you've got this fabulous employee <laughs> That um, it's the uni, it's the universe, and it's like a manager who can do absolutely anything you can think of. They have no limits. They're completely capable. They will get the job done. Like imagine that kind of manager. They call it. I think it, this is Abraham's term for it: universal manager. Does anyone know? Am I getting that right? Yep, that's right. That sounds right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, thinking of. Thinking of universe that way, like as someone who is just at your beck and call, waiting for you to pass along any request you care to give, I think that that's a fun way to engage it, and it kind of takes off the limits that we do when we're doing it our own selves. We see obstacles. We see problems and challenges and limits. But when we turn it over to the universal manager, like and and really, when we turn it over, that means really truly let it go because a good delegator doesn't still hang on to it they don't still fret or worry or think on or try to do it themselves delegation is a handoff you guys know what i mean it's you stop thinking about it here's another way that maybe thinking of it this way makes it easier and this is another abraham exercise the placemat exercise and this is one of esther's favorites i'm not a huge fan of it i but i also haven't played with it very much so I'll, put, I'll practice it this month to see how, what, what kind of experiences I have. But that process is where you just get a piece of paper and you draw a line down the middle of it and you make two lists. One list is for you. It's what you're going to do today. The other list is for what you're giving Universe to do today. So, in fact, this is a different way to engage your Universal Manager. You, I was thinking just like mental assignments or even speaking it out loud, but here's a way you could do it in writing. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to handle, X, Y, and Z. Universe, this is what's for you. Abraham says the key part in that exercise is that you really only what you are for sure going to get handled yourself. Otherwise, you're conditioning yourself that your list doesn't really mean anything. Like when you make your side of it very manageable, then and, and like you expect it to be done, then it trains you to expect universe's side of it will also get done. I know not everyone has that experience with this process, but it can work that way, and a lot of people report magic with it. But that's one way that you can really make sure you're being hands-off with it, like this isn't something you're still trying to work. Unless universe taps you on the the shoulder and says, hey, need your input on this, or okay, we got it mostly handled, now it's for you, I mean, you'll know when you get – called to pick it up again because it's a very different feeling than when you're still trying to figure it out. You guys know what I'm talking about, right?
5: Right. Um, Jeanette?
6: Yes, Susan. Yeah, so I think another way to think about this is, you know, the three types of business in the world, my business, your business, and the universe's business, and the how is the universe's business
5: the mm-hmm. details
6: are the universe's business and so it's not my business i set i know what i want i know the feeling i know my intention i may use affirmations or whatever works for me but then it's whether it's outsourcing or whatever it's no longer my business mhm that's an important part to remember
3: Right. I think
1: a lot of people are engaging higher power in some form or fashion, but they haven't truly handed it off. They haven't truly let go. And when you're sticking your nose in there, muddying the waters, it's not nearly as magical.
6: Thank you, Susan. Yeah. Somebody
0: Um, in
6: forum. Oh, Nancy, were you gonna read the forum?
0: Uh no, I was just going to mention that uh, I placed a link to the placemat in the chat for people to download. Um, and I have had some clients that like to first flip it over and write down their appreciation list on the reverse side oh. of the placemat, and then do the the placemat work. Oh, that feels good. But I have this great story when um uh, in 2008 when I was doing the affirming spirit um study. Uh, of affirmations to figure out why some people did well with them and others did not. Um, One of the people that was participating in that study was a woman who worked for the Mayo Clinic. Um, And she was busy, 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 all the time busy. And in our counseling uh, coaching session, she had said to me that she's just so busy she never even had time to eat her lunch, and sometimes during her workday, she didn't even have time to go to the bathroom. So she was constantly feeling the sense of stress all day long. Even though she loved her job, she just felt like it, it, it wasn't healthy and she here she was working in a health profession wow. and she wasn't even able to live. So one of the things that I gave her was the placemat as a tool for mm-hmm. her to release the things that she she wants but doesn't know how she's going to get them and, and still have a to-do list of the things that were really a priority for her to deal with in her day. So um, the first day that she did this, she wrote on the right-hand side for the universe to help her with was having a lunch hour, a full (laughs) hour for lunch. And She didn't know how that was going to happen, and I had written in chat that even if you don't expect it to get done and you don't even know how it can possibly work, it can still work. Because what happened for this woman is she wrote down that she wanted an hour-long lunch, and then she wanted uh, some relaxation break during her day. And then she wrote down on the left-hand side all the uh, the priorities she had for the day. Well, after she made her list and she set it aside, two clients called in and canceled on either side of what was supposed to be her lunch. <laughs> time, So she ended up having an hour and a half in the middle of her day See? to, to just, and she she had no idea how it could happen, and she didn't actually do anything herself. <laughs> she just put it on the list, and she wasn't even, you know, when I was telling her about it, she's a very, very left-brain person, so when I was telling her about this, she was like, okay, Nancy's <laughs> crazy, but I'll do what Nancy tells me to do, okay. Um, so she, she kind of went through the motions, and still. You know it worked out for her, and the next time I talked to her, she was like, "Oh, I am a believer <laughs> wow and wow. And so yeah, I just wanted to make sure that um, I love that
6: story yeah.
0: because that's the kind
1: of magic we can't create ourselves, and when we get out of the way, universe can I, i'm everyone probably knows me well enough to know. My favorite way to delegate to higher power is to just ask angels for help. Sometimes I'll just ask very generically, sometimes I ask very specifically. Um, I often do it in the shower. So there's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a daily thing, but I do have a little bit of a habit. If I'm not in a fabulous, like rocking mood in that shower, then I'm like, okay, what what is keeping me from feeling fabulous? Whatever it is, I'll ask angels for help with it. And that's, I just do it. I don't write it down. I don't have a, like a formal thing. I just say it's, as casual a relationship as a person could have with higher power, I just say angels, whatever I want. It, sometimes it's as simple as angels help me feel better. Um, angels help me relax about this. Angels help me align to this. I've asked I, I've asked them for so many different things, and hello, that is so reliable. It's it's my hands down favorite. But I know Esther is such a fan of the placemat exercise. I want to have that kind of love, and Nancy, that putting that appreciation down in advance feels like that could make a difference for me. I'm going to I'm going to play with that one this month.
5: Um, clarification, please. Is the placemat the thing you described earlier, the piece of paper with a line down the middle?
1: Yes. In That's fact, the right. reason they call it a placemat is because I think the first time Abraham gave it to Jerry and Esther, they were sitting at a restaurant. And they had a, pla- a, placemat, a paper placemat in front of them, and that's what she wrote on. I might be uh-huh. making that up, but I think that's why it's <laughs> called that. <laughs> no, that's
6: right for that. That's right. Okay, good. Jeanette, there's a question in the chat. Oh, yes. Would you re- read it, Susan? Sure. It's from Guest 12. It says, what if I've delegated something to be taken care of and am truly expecting it to be, but it's taking a long time?
1: Hmm. You know one of the things I would ask is um to get myself out of the waiting mode because you know if if i am um if it seems like it's taking a while, there's something in me that's party to that manifestation, so I might ask for a distraction or I might just remind myself that even if I can't see it, that doesn't necessarily mean it isn't already unfolding and it's just going to surprise me, just like turning that corner and all of a sudden I'm in the most one of the most stunning canyons in the state and I didn't even realize I was there. I was like, I didn't know. I mean, it it could be magical when we get out of that mode of thinking that it's not here yet. Um, but who else wants to chime in on that question? Because
6: it is a good one. Susan, what would you say? Well, I think the key in there is expectation Mm. because You know, I always go to, what's the feeling? Is the feeling that whatever um, I've requested uh, representative of, is it freedom? Is it love? Mm -hmm. Is it it Mm -hmm. happiness? Is it um, contentment, peace, satisfaction? So, you know, I'm using, in essence, a placeholder. You know, so I might be using... If, it, if what I desire is love, I might be using, you know, a fiancé as the placeholder. But what I want, what what my spirit, my, my heart wants is love. Mm-hmm. And if I've, I'm expecting the fiancé, I'm missing all the other love, the that 's coming to me that I may not even be paying attention to it, 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 again as an example, um, mm-hmm. you know back back to the dress, if I just focused on the anxiety or the expectation that you know I will look great in this dress rather than I will feel happy, I will feel vibrant, I will feel these things it's not the dress it's me
3: <laughs> I you know the
6: from. universe <laughs> sent me the dress so other people would pay attention but it's my feeling, mhm mhm is what i would say i like that i like that a lot i
1: practiced something very similar recently after i hung up a phone call and was um i was a little out of sorts and i just reminded myself how I wanted to feel, and as I was speaking out loud what I wanted to feel, I started feeling it, and it was working so well. I kept finding another word, and then there was another word, and then another word, and every word that I spoke, I was just feeling it. It was pretty amazing.
3: Um, this is Terry Jeanette, and um, oh yeah, Terry. One of the things that came to mind as, as we were all talking was that you know Abraham talks about taking score. Like, you know, when yeah. you set, um, when you ask for something, you're like checking in to see, okay, have I got it yet? It's not that- happening. You know, it's like, I mean, I do that all the time. I catch myself going, well, I asked for this and it's not here yet. Yeah. Or I've only got this little, <laughs> little piece of it. And, and then I think it's, then I have to just say, okay, I just have to go back to my original, you know, request and say, okay, um, trust. Just go back to trust mode and let it go and release it. And again. what we
1: want. Yeah. Oh, Terry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I love this. I was on my way. I was driving up to my new place early in the morning to meet the Internet guy, and a rock chip hit my window, my windshield, and oh, yeah. it was a big rock. And happened to me, too, like two weeks ago. I can't believe you're saying that. Well, I, I, I had a fairly new windshield, so oh, okay. it seems like I think it's a magnet. Like, you're yeah. supposed to get those first few chips in there, it seems like. Anyway, uh, yeah. I couldn't tell exactly where it hit, but it was so big. I was like, oh, and I was looking around in the windshield trying to see, and I thought I saw a crack. Oh, it wasn't just a chip. It was a crack. It was like a three-inch long crack. And I was like, no. And I got so mad because I thought my insurance guy, who is my who is one of my ex-boyfriends, my insurance guy, the last time when I first insured with him, he said, bring your car over so we can make sure your windshield's fine because if it's fine now and we put fill out this form, then when you get a chip or a crack or you need something fixed, it's covered. Okay, I never went. No one ever – no one did the thing. No one did the form. I thought it was handled by my other, other ex, but no, because when I called Mark to say, dude, I got a crack, he's like, "Mm, never fill out the form, sorry. So I had to buy it my own damn self,
3: and and so now
1: I got this new windshield that I paid for, and I'm already kind of mad about it. You could tell where this rock came from, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking. (laughs) To your point, Terry, I'm looking, I'm like, and then I see what looks like a three-inch crack, and I'm like, I had swear words on the tip of my tongue. If Mark doesn't cover this blankety-blank, bl- he knows I had to re-put my own, and if I didn't, did it, if he's a- Okay, I was going there, and I was like, mm, that's probably not going to have a happy ending, Jeanette. I was like, let's practice something else. Let's practice. It's working out fine. Everything always works out for you. It's like you're a golden child. I've started practicing it a little different, Okay. <laughs> Only for about fifteen seconds before I'm taking another peek to see am I wrong? Is it a crack? Is it something else? Right. And I'm not taking score too soon. I was like, girl and the and the rear view mirror was hiding it perfectly. So if I didn't try to look, I wouldn't see it. And I kept it I kept like starting to look. I'm like, No, it's too soon. Don't look when you're in the when you're still mad. Like you gotta chill out before you look. Taking score too soon doesn't help. <laughs> you gotta no. And, and to, In fact, I don't even want to look until I'm at peace with a crack. That's yeah. when I'm willing to look. Yeah. When so, you
3: accept whatever the situation is. Exactly. So I was yeah. like,
1: you know what? <sighs> with the kind of money I'm spending these days, another windshield is nothing. And you know what's cool <laughs> is I wanted to get my car in again because there's, I think, a little thing with the alignment. I'd sure love that guy to have it straightened out because my hand, I could tell. I got. So I was like, this will get you in there. And who knows? Maybe they will fix it. Who knows? And this is maybe it's a chance for. I was like, okay, this is going to be okay. And maybe this is universe saying, move your insurance. Maybe. But um, I so I didn't look. And then when I I parked and I got to my house and I'm so excited to be at my house, I got five cats in the car with me and I'm in a hurry to get them in. Yeah, and because I have promised them, like first thing, guys, I promise I won't do anything else. I'll let you straight out. Everyone's been meowing the whole way up. I jumped out of the car. I reach in for a carrier. I see on the windshield, it's not a scratch. It's not a, it's not a crack. I, put, I ran my finger over it, sure enough, it was just dust or something. I just love how that works. But that taking score stuff, man, it can mess a person up, especially when it's around money because it feels so important to be taking score on that stuff.
0: Taking yeah. score and labeling and the and the process that happens yep. there. You know, I just heard a story a couple days ago that made me smile. Um, a woman, she was talking about a course in miracles and how uh basically what we what we label are illusions. And we can either label them illusions that we're happy with or illusions that we're not happy with, but either way they're illusions. Anyway, she was telling this story about um, going into the grocery store, and she had her cart, and she went around the corner, and accidentally her cart clipped a whole, like, stack of wine bottles, you know, a big, like, tower of wine bottles, and they all started falling. But as they were falling, she said, this is an illusion. Not a single bottle broke. Stop it. They That's all magic. fell. That's not magic. A, <laughs> not a single one broke, but she, then the minute that, that they started to fall, she oh labeled it an illusion. You know? I'm <laughs> so writing it down. This <laughs> is an illusion. That's right. This is an illusion. Yep. Isn't that amazing?
1: (laughs) Love that story. Thank you, Nancy. And, Terry. thank you for chiming in. I interrupted you, though. Did you want to elaborate?
3: Um, I don't think so, but I, I, I just want to say I'm sitting on my porch and a deer is just running across my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool don't you it's just isn't it wonderful how life is like just gives you these fun little delightful events that just happen out of the blue
1: i just i do love it i absolutely do love it
3: anyway uh, i think that was pretty much you know um because i i think you know that just trips me up too sometimes so
1: yeah i get that one did it this morning Got it a little. I mean, a self awareness helps when you recognize. You know, if we don't recognize what's flowing here, it, we got a big handicap in working with it. So that's why one reason why I think these conversations help raise our awareness. And the stories are super memorable. So the next time I'm looking at something that feels like crashing wine bottles, Nancy, that <laughs> this disillusion is going to. I'm going to put that to, into play. Hey, you guys, I wanted to mention another way to call in higher power or to delegate might be to ask human friends <laughs> or um, maybe they – I think everyone's a human friend. But, like, uh, sometimes it could look like some really old-fashioned delegating, like hire someone or ask someone to do something for you. That's that's a I, – I put it on the list. I'm – and let's face it, friends who come through when we need them—they are higher power, right? <laughs> Don't we all have some of those angel friends. So, does anyone have other examples of how to delegate or how to how to hand something off in order to with
2: an instruction in order to let the magic flow? I have a question. Let's hear it. Okay, it's Melissa again. Um, is that where distraction comes in? Because if you're doing something to, that you're enjoying, you're kind of sending to the universe like, oh, I know you have everything under control, so I'm just going to go have fun. I like that a lot.
1: Like, well, we've all been on the other side of this, right? Haven't we had a boss who's given us something to do who didn't really let it go? They looked over our shoulder. They were right. checking and constantly reviewing our work. And it does not call out our best, right? Right. But when But when someone says, Hey, will you handle this? And then they walk away, like they assume it's getting handled. Doesn't don't you rise to the occasion? Yeah,
2: and a lot faster than you would have if they were watching. Oh yeah.
1: Well, my carpet guys last night. Oh, oh my gosh. Do I have a story? In fact, this is this is one way that I practiced this yesterday. I was pre- I was thinking about how I was. Oh my god. On one day I was having furniture delivered. House cleaners were coming. They were doing like bathrooms and baseboards and stuff. And, um, and also the tile guy, there was a guy who was cleaning grout and he was also doing carpet. So there were like, there was like six people in my house who could be tripping over each other, if you know what I mean, right? Cause they were all kind of in the same areas and the way that it was booked, the, the win- the delivery windows, it looked tricky. I was like, how is this going to work? And I was, trying to think maybe I could have call and maybe reschedule something to make it easier, but I didn't really look. It all needs to happen on this very same day. So, And I, I could feel myself getting anxious about it. Could you just hear me even describing it? Could you guys mm-hmm. hear it in my
4: voice? Right. Mm-hmm.
6: So I
1: recognized I was going there, and I was like, angels, some way, somehow, work this out. Let it go. Didn't know how that was going to work out because I'm looking at the windows for when everyone's supposed to be there, and, and I'm trying to think how could a how could a house cleaner who how could she be on a wet carpet? I actually called the oh I was ready to call the house cleaner. She called me. I said oh I'm so glad you called. I was just going to call you and say I don't know if it's going to work today because I can't make them get on a wet carpet and there's no way this is going to be dry. And she said, oh, I was just calling to tell you they're going to be a little late. I said, oh, maybe that's good. And she said, yeah, like an hour late. And I said, okay. I was like, I don't think an hour is going to make a big difference. But she's still sending her girls to work on wet carpet. She thinks I'm worried about my clean carpet. She's like, oh, they wear booties. And I was like, I was thinking more of their knees, but okay. So, So I don't know how this is going to work, but I just it it and you guys I'm not always 100% good at letting fully go of it and still some magic can happen so even if we don't get it fully right it still can work but i did my best to really truly just like sometimes you just have to let it go cuz you just get yeah. it out, you're like nothing i can do here so i trusted some way somehow this is going to work out after i put angels on it cuz angels ooh i just got goosebumps as soon as i said that ooh i got a good thing going with angels so guess what happened the um Speaking of illusion, Nancy, uh, the furniture guys got there first, okay. and one of the pieces they delivered. We I will keep this story short. They came and went pretty quickly. The cleaners were a little delayed, so the furniture guys were out by the time the cleaners showed up, and then the but the tile and carpet guys totally not showing up i'm like oh my god maybe this is their way angel's way of making it work out like i'm getting stood up even though i told this guy dude i this important is you do not understand how important it is i have this done today please please because i never used the company before he's like we'll be there we'll be there i call him and i'm like your guys aren't here you're like three hours late and he said i just hung up with them their van broke down in the canyon they're overheated they don't know if it just needs to cool off or if they need a tow. Oh wow. right and i was like well, somehow, some way, this is working out. I mean, I need my stuff done. I really, I mean, I was trying not to really, really need it, but I really, really wanted it. And um, cool, <laughs> do what you can. And I, I was like, well, whatever you can do. And he said, oh, if they can't make it, I'll send another van. <gasps> and I was like, oh, yay, because my girls will for sure be done cleaning by then. And sure enough, those guys made it. And I could smell their van before they even pulled up, and they weren't joking. It was overheated. And they jumped right out, and they started working. And my girls were, the house cleaners were wrapping up right around then. And um, it just worked out perfect, so no one had to be on wet carpet.
2: That's awesome. <laughs>
1: I felt a little bad that they had to break down a van to make it happen. But, but um, yeah, <laughs> it worked out for me pretty well. You're not in charge of the house. <laughs> I'm not in charge of the how. I'm not in charge of the how. And, I, um,
2: and I the actually have amazing. a story, too. Let's hear it. Um, my, one of my greatest friends from high school, her aunt is an avid churchgoer, and I always say whether you believe in whatever, if you believe in something higher than you, then you're good. Um, One Sunday she woke up and she had a nightmare that the church, something was going to happen at church. And it really frightened her. So she just kept saying, oh, I'm just going to have a good time at church. It's going to be fine. Um, You know, it's just a silly nightmare. So she went to church, and everything was fine at church. So after church, she decided to have, like, dinner with the family and decided to go to the grocery store first. So she had a quick run-in with the grocery store and gets home, and she has all her family outside waiting. Well, what happened was when she was in the grocery store, it was being robbed, and it was on TV. But she didn't even know. She literally checked out. Well, she got all this stuff, checked out, went home, and had no idea. <laughs> so then she says to my friend, Whoa. my friend said, how did that happen? She said, well, this morning I had a dream I got robbed at church. So I told my angels, wherever I am today, you need to stay by me.
4: Oh, and that's wow. what happened. Wow. wow. That's a cool wow. thing, Yeah. And she
2: just, she doesn't even say it like it's a big deal. It's like, do you realize you were on – and it's, it's funny because she watched the footage. You see her walk out of the store with her car. Stop it. Yeah, that,
0: she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even That's know. Me.
1: That sounds like the zig and the zag, you know, like someone who's in a vibration of this cannot be experiencing the vibration. Exactly, of
2: that.
0: Right?
1: exactly.
2: Her her son claims her son's a, um. Well, I wouldn't say he's a quantum physicist, but he's into like you know, I, I don't know, but he claims that she was in a different dimension, and it the only time it met up was when he she left the store. Wow, well, I like that a kind of lot. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Good sense. Very so nice I, story. I do believe the angels are like around us when we call them and they can do some pretty terrific things. I, I well Ming introduced us to a lot of cool um for on her
1: divine team call. I I have been playing with fairies more, but man, my angels are so reliable. Whenever I call on fairies I sometimes feel like they're standing in the background looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> But, so sometimes I've been saying angels, I'll say fairies and angels, or angels and fairies, but sometimes it's just straight angels, and sometimes it's straight fairies. But I think the more we play with this, I've, my experience is the more it is, the more powerful it is. Everyone can have a different experience. I'm not just saying everyone would have that one. But however, you like to delegate, <laughs> whether it's to human people or <laughs> human people, like there's alien people. Uh, or wh- whoever do it, play around. And if you've, if anyone is listening to this recording and has another way that you like to practice this, please share it with us in the forum. Has anyone else thought of one since I last asked for examples or other methods
0: of playing with this? Does this sound like fun to you guys?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. And essentially, it's physical or non-physical. You're either getting yeah. it That's to what physical, I'm to or it's a non-physical. That's yeah. It. Thank you, Nancy yeah much more eloquent yeah and if
1: anyone's listening to this feeling like oh i really was looking i was really hoping it was going to be something else we get to choose for ourselves it doesn't matter what we do it only matters that we do it somehow some way we're engaging our creative power that's all i care about in this whole ninja skills series so if you feel called to play with that but do report in in the forum and let us know how that's going um i think this one is going to be good for me to get better at this is not my forte I usually remember it when I'm in dire straits and feeling very anxious or overwhelmed. I'd like to get much, much, much better at this. And I think part of being good at this means that we have to be comfortable receiving that. You know, like we we feel worthy of letting it be easy, of letting someone or something else handle it for us. Because if there's any part of us that feels like we have to struggle or sacrifice mm-hmm. in order to get there... This one, you might struggle with this one, but that could be a good reason to practice it, too, just to get better at um, receiving. So that's all I've got today. Has anyone else got any final thoughts to share, questions, stories? All right. Well, then let's go have some fun delegating to higher power and making big requests of whatever feels like it's not fun for us to handle ourselves. Big love, you guys.
0: Thank, Thank you, Jeanette. Have a good Thank you. Bye, everybody.
3: Thanks Bye, for joining you guys. Of
1: 18 plus.